Get ready to talk sports with Daryl. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver. Daryl knows the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now here's Daryl. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Man, there's so many things going on in the world of sports. I don't know where to start at, whether, whether it be the University of Miami, 0-2, the U, 0-2. That's unbelievable. I, I can't. This, it hurts my feeling. It hurts my stomach to think about that, that the U is 0-2. The University of Miami football program is 0-2. I don't want to hear that crazy. We started out with two good programs. We usually start out against Bethune-Cookman, my fam, you, in one of those first two games. But, man. The U, 0 and 2. Oh, and Antonio Brown said, hey, I don't want the $39 million that the Raiders got. I'm quitting football. No, I'm not quitting football. I'm just going to leave the Raiders. Tell them I don't want to come. I want out. The Raiders say, okay, we're tired of your BS, man. You can have out. And they say, you know, who is he with? Who? Antonio Brown is no longer with the Pittsburgh Steelers or the Oakland Raiders. He's with who? He's with the who? Bill Belichick gang? You mean the New England Patriots Bill Belichick gang? Yes, the New England Patriots Bill Belichick gang. That's where Antonio Brown is. Oh, my goodness. That's a story within itself. And it's the start of the NFL season. Oh, my goodness. Man, we had college football opening up for us last week, and now we have the NFL's first game of the season. And some teams were starting the season with, with, with a lot of promise. I mean, a lot of promise. The Jacksonville Jaguars started with a lot of promise. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine that the Jacksonville Jaguars started the season with a lot of promise? And Nick Foles, the promise, the promise keeper, or the person who we thought was going to bring some promise to this program. Is out in the first half. He's already gone. And now, the Jacksonville Jaguars has a quarterback named Minshew. And I, I, I watched the game. You know, I'm, I'm, Jacksonville is in my region. I see a lot of Jaguar games, a lot of Tampa Bay games, and a lot, and a lot of Miami Dolphins games. But in the first game uh, that I saw yesterday was Jacksonville Jaguars. And I have Leonard Fournette on my fantasy team, so I want to see what he was going to do, too. Not a whole lot. But um, Minshew came in again, and I think he completed, like, like his first 12 passes. You know, and, and, yeah, you see he's been a journeyman. He's been all over the place in college, and now he's, he's with the Jaguars. And Nick Foles, hey, hey, you know, Nick Foles did throw a touchdown before he left. You know, five of five of eight for 75 yards was Nick Foles. Minchu went 22 of 25 for 75 yards, two TDs, and an interception. But um, Patrick Mahomes, who uh, a lot of people took in their first pick in the fantasy football because he is so productive in some leagues as a quarterback. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, 25 of 33 378 yards, three TDs, no interceptions, and he pretty much just dominated the Jaguars, um, I mean, the, the entire game. Uh, but I, I, 
I'm wondering where where are we going to find this Jaguar team? You know, Nick Foles has a broken bone in his shoulder. I don't want to call a bone that I don't really, I'm not sure which one it is, but he has a broken bone in his shoulder. He's going to be out for like eight weeks. He's out, he's out pretty much for the season. Let's say he's out for the season. Well, um, and I, and, um, I heard that the Jaguars have made a trade for uh, for Josh Dobbs, the quarterback from Tennessee, who's been on the bench with uh, Roethlisberger and the Pittsburgh Steelers for a while. Um, I don't know how that's going to work out, but we we will see. We'll see how that works out. Uh, Minshew didn't play, wasn't a bad quarterback. The problem that we have with with Minshew is that now that we have him on video, it's, people are going to know how to play him. They'll know every tendency that he's ever thought about having. So now they'll be he'll be a lot more predictable, and the game will be a lot different next week for the Jaguars than it was um, this week against the uh, Kansas City Chiefs and. Hey, um, Leonard Fournette, 13 for 66 yards. That's just not going to cut it. I mean, they they want a lot more. They need a lot more from Leonard Fournette um, because that's just that's just not enough for um, for what they what they're paying him for. I mean, and come on, Leonard, you know this is just not going to cut it. But what is going to cut it for the for the Jacksonville Jag- Jaguars? You know, I don't know. Some people say the receivers look good for the Jaguars. I don't know. When you lose 40 to 26, I just don't know. And, and, and you know, it's hard to say how well they did because they, they didn't have their their quarterback in the game. And, you know, and, and before Nick Foles um, left the game, he had thrown for 75 yards but um, and a touchdown. So it's going to be interesting to see where the Jaguars are going to be. And right now, I'd have to put them in the bottom cellar of the NFL, uh, especially after they've lost their dream in Nick Foles. You know, this team here is, they're, they're, in, they're in a little bit of trouble. I'd say they're in a lot of trouble without their starting quarterback. And Leonard Fournette now, you know, it's uh, it just go, so much is going to be placed on his shoulders to come through. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting. Um, it, it it really is, you know. But some of the teams that we really think are going to be in the in the bottom, and they're probably still going to be in the bottom. Uh, you know, the Washington Redskins. You know, um, Washington Redskins are are they. You know they played they they played the Philadelphia Eagles fairly well uh, up until halftime. At halftime, they were winning 10, uh, 20 to seven. You know and scoring ten points in each of the first quarters, but in the third quarter they scored no points, and in the fourth quarter they scored seven. Now Philadelphia Eagles only scored seven points in the first half. However, they scored fourteen in the third quarter and eleven in the um, in the fourth quarter. You know, and and they, you know, the the, the Redskins, you know, um, it, there's a theory that Gruden, their coach, John Gruden's brother, Jay Gruden, is uh, is uh, is on the hot seat. You know, and some people are saying he may may not he may not make the season. I don't know if he's going to make the season, but right now the Redskins are going to be dwelling in the bottom if they can if 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 they can't get it together. You know, and this is one of those teams that, you know. Um, 
Yeah, Geis, a running back out of Auburn a couple years ago, uh, well, last year he got hurt at the beginning of the season, the preseason, and this year they were expecting a lot of things from him. But if the Redskins um, can't, like I said, get it together, they're going to be in trouble. Now, um, Case Keenan, you know, 30 for 44, 380 yards, you know, that's just that's too many attempts for Case Keenum to win. You know he has to have a surrounding cast of some kind of running running attack, and you know they didn't pay they didn't play Adrian Peterson on on Sunday, and uh, Darius Geis ran made ten attempts for eighteen yards. That's just not gonna that's not gonna cut it, and it has to be very difficult for him, Darius Geis, to be coming off of a knee injury, and a lot of people know. It's not the first year that you're coming back from that knee injury. It's the second year that you are productive. And Geis, as a running back with the Redskins, they're putting a lot of pressure on him because they took him in the first round. But he's not ready for that pressure yet. You better put Adrian Peterson back then, back in the game. I know he's 40-something years old almost. But you better put him back in the game. Hey, we got Damon on the line. Damon, what's going on, buddy? Hey, how's it there? Hey man, doing good, man. Doing real good. You know, I, I see uh I see Florida State, they they pulled it out, man. Well, hey, you know what? Uh some people criticize me for taking uh pride in that win, but hey, a W is a W no matter where you look at it. Without question, a W is a W. Yep, and um hey, um Louisiana Monroe took him in the overtime, 44-45. Florida State pulled it out. Hey, as we spoke last week, everybody's trying to beat them, you know, why they can. I mean, you can't blame them. Oh, no. You definitely can't. You can't blame them. And, uh, and, and Florida State, they have to understand that. They, they were – people don't think about Florida State as Florida State Willie Taggart Florida State Jimbo Fisher. The thing about Florida State is the old Bobby Bowden Florida State, the teams that beat yes. the snot out you. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. The teams that were on, on, on major TV every Saturday, Deion Sanders, Charlie Ward, them kind of, you know. It, it, so, and the list goes on and on. Uh, Derek Brooks, you know, Jameis Winston. But – these are not that. These are not the same. Those. These are not those Seminoles. Um, this is a team that's almost in a rebuilding stage, I think, and uh, and it's gonna it's gonna take some growing pains on uh, this year. Well, you know, everybody else did it, you know. So why why not let Florida State do it, you know, without being criticized? But you know, the boosters and stuff like that, they gonna spearhead all this, but. You got to be patient. You know they can score, but of course, man, you got to keep other teams from scoring. Yeah, and uh, and 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 Blackman, he's had he has to protect the football a little bit better too. Three touchdowns, but two interceptions. You know, thirty or forty for two eighty-two, three touchdowns, two interceptions. And uh, and this kid Cam Akers, you know, we talked about him on the show a few times, Damon. He he's coming into his own. He is a heck of a running back, you know. But thirty six attempts, one running back. That's a lot of runs. Thirty six attempts, one hundred and ninety three yards, 
two TDs. You know, I I, I just don't like it when you see a, a college running back getting 36 attempts against against um, Louisiana Monroe, you know. And you, you know what? They, I think they did their homework. They know what type of back, back he is. They kept running the same play, but they, they were stopping, you know, for the most part. But they did their homework. I, I, I say you shouldn't run the same play with them, you know. Move them around. Well, you know, uh, I guess um, let me ask you the million-dollar question. Are you satisfied with the head coaching job that Taggart is doing for the Seminoles? Well, like I say, it's still kind of early to tell because um, he's definitely generating points um, with the offense. And that's something we really didn't have last year. But um, I want to say about game six, um, I know more of a feel about him. I mean, I know it's kind of late, but he should be established by then. Okay, so you still got to wait and see um, period for you with, with Coach Tiger. Yeah. Okay. And, and, you know, when you look at their schedule, I'd, I'd probably say his schedule is favorable. You know, they play um, uh, Virginia, who's ranked 25, and I, I could see Florida State beating them uh, uh, this weekend up in Virginia. They play um, Louisville uh, the following week at Florida State. And then they play um, um, North Carolina State, NC State at Florida State. And then they go up to Clemson. So, you know, I, 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 I can see their schedule being, uh, being pretty favorable for this season and even, and even possibly going to a bowl this year, too, because they play Wake Forest and Syracuse before they play Miami. So, well, I, see, I, I, Syracuse wasn't too bad, man. Um, you know, last week they beat us, but uh, the coach, Babers, he, he's got the team ready. And that, speaking of you, that'll be a good that'll definitely be a good game because everybody going through growing pain. Uh, uh, well, hey, I don't think the University of Miami is going through so much growing pains that they just don't they they don't know how to win yet. You know, this team just still don't know how to win. They don't know how to close the door on these teams, man. And um, you know, I guess. Jimmy Johns used to always say, when you get them down, pour it on. When you get them yeah. down, pour it on. And, you know, some guys, you just that, know, they don't know it. You know, you got to keep you your foot on that gas. <laughs> yeah, man, keep your foot on the gas pedal. Yeah, don't lighten up, tighten up. I'm telling you, don't loosen <laughs> up, juicing up. Yeah. Yeah, so they just got to get it right. And, and um. And, and and Miami, I don't, I don't. I'm tired of talking about them being young, and you know they got to grow through some, go through some growing pain. They got to make plays. You know that's that's my thing. They have to make plays. And um, I, I look at um, I look at those linebackers, Pinckney and um, Quarterman, and they just don't make enough plays for me. Those guys are big, but they don't. They don't make plays. And when we look at the professional linebackers nowadays, too, them guys are not 230 and 240, 250 pounds anymore. These guys are slim and trim. 
And they run from sideline to sideline. Yes, they do. Yep, yep, they really do. So, hey, I, I, I really... Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England. Along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week. And each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio. Live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. Call him today at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Or send an email to sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, we still got Damon on the line. Damon, before we get out of here, man, what you think about some of them NFL games yesterday? Well, I mean... It, it, it's uh, it's just week one. This is like a Monday, you know. But everybody should be ready, hopefully next week. But they had one tie already. And yeah, that, that season. surprised me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs. That was that was surprising to see them come up with a tie in a game. But I best uh, that's much better. Uh, not no, that wasn't a Kansas City Chiefs. I, I apologize. Just, that was an Arizona the Detroit Lions. That was a, and, and Detroit Lions. Arizona Cardinals. But, but you know, I know um, he had a, a couple of losses, uh, like three losses with a broken uh, clavicle or or ancient clavicle early. Yeah, we've we've had a, a couple of people out. Yeah, and uh, like we were talking about it earlier, Nick Foles is one of those guys that's out, out for the season. Yeah. And, you know, and he was a Jacksonville's uh, hope. But that was the Lions and the Cardinals end of the game in a tie. But uh, I'm sure both of them teams will take a tie. They're real happy this morning. Both of them with that yeah. zero, oh, with, with a 0-0-1 oh, oh, on their record. They're, they're very happy. Yeah, they're much happier than the, than, the, uh, than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with a 0-1. Um, oh, you know, 
Yep. Yeah. But hey, man, we got, we got some people on the line, man. Let's get out of here so we can let somebody else holler at us. Hey, thanks for calling, okay. man. Don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday. Hey, thanks for having me. Always. Hey, Josh, we got Jerome on the line? Yeah, you do. Jerome, what's going on? Hey, Daryl, how you doing? Hey, man. You know, I I'm, I think I'm getting over that loss to... um. Carolina, North Carolina. I'm, I'm about to get over. You know, I had to kind of like block it out of my mind Saturday night after the game, and then Sunday I just tried not to think about it till I went to church and some people asking me about it. But I'm kind of over it now. I think I am. But what's on your mind? All right, well, get ready to get over another because we're going to invade the South Florida Hurricanes, the BCU Wildcats, coming to South Florida Saturday night. Be there. <laughs> 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 it sounds good, don't it? <laughs> don't it sound good? You know, oh man, you sound like that guy that be announcing the band coming out, man. Oh my goodness, I love it. Yeah, well, well yeah, I was we coming down to there. get a chick, man. We coming was, to get a chick. It's so good when the band comes out, and uh, but one year when Randy Shannon was um, um, coaching for the U, and uh, Bethune Cookman band that came down there and they showed out too, the marching one hundred yes, or whatever they are, and they said at the end they say, "And the Bethune Cookman Wildcats love <laughs> Randy Shannon." <laughs> uh, well, do you think that schools, especially the HBCU schools, do you think uh, they need to play those games to get those checks, or you think there's a way that they can get money without playing games? Because uh, you look at how we got beat seventy nine and nothing a couple of weeks a week ago, and uh, it's a blowout most of the time. Do you think it's worth it? Well, um, who's the school that came out and played on um, Tennessee two weeks ago? Uh, Georgia State. Yeah, is that a is that a BCU? Uh, no, it's not. Okay, but, but I'm saying uh, they're like they're the same F- team, the same division. School, though. Wouldn't you say? They're in the same division, yeah. or they oh, play yeah. for the I same mean, kind of... Now, then, you're going to get a team that really can compete, um, and yeah. but it looks good for the Tennessees of the world when you do get beat playing a lesser opponent like that. Yeah, and I, I think I can remember that Cam Newton's brother came out last year and played somebody real strong uh, when he was with, uh, I think, Howard. With Howard, yeah. Bow-legged yeah. joker, yeah. Yeah, so, but, I, 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 but I'm, my point is... Um, I think I think the money is is a, is a big issue, but more than anything, I think the opportunity to be competitive because these guys, hey, in in your mind, I don't care where you play, you think you can beat whoever's in front of you, you know? Oh yeah, uh, maybe you should. You know, that's your mindset should be at least. Hey, I, I tell you this: um, Lee Williams played for for um, Bethune Cookman, and he also played for the San Diego Chargers and the L.A. Express, and and he was a Pro Bowler. You understand know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So when we look at these guys, and, that, and this was before any kind of transfer or anything, Lee Williams came from Stranahan High School to um, to Bethune Cookman and was drafted mm-hmm. by the by the um, by by the, um, the the San Diego Chargers. So hey, yep. and it's and it's just not him. It's been a lot of other um, great athletes that have been drafted. Um, um, Terry Williams, guy I played with in the NFL, uh, a cornerback for the Bethune-Cookman Wildcats, was uh, drafted, I think, in the first three rounds by the New York Jets. 
So yeah, and you look at last year, Tariq Cohen came out that was with North Carolina A T who came to Daytona. I thought they had a great team. They actually had some linemen that I thought should have went higher than uh, they did, but they had about three guys that got drafted in the um, NFL draft last year. But Tariq Cohen came out with second round, and look at the impact he had with Chicago now. So. That's my point. These guys are not necessarily playing for a victory, but every play is a victory for them. You know, every defensive back that covers um, that covers one of the University of Miami receivers one on one, and they don't throw it to them. That's a big. That's a victory for them. You know, so yeah. I, I think I think it's some it's some inside victories that that happens or wins that happen, and and I really think it's important that um that these games, uh, that 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 they. That they that they continue to go on in the state of Florida and around America, because it's money for the programs and it's exposure. Usually they're on TV of some sort. We all like to be on TV. Yeah, but the home school like a Miami really got everything to lose and nothing to gain. I mean, it's a good game for them to maybe get their second and third tier players in. But if they were to have it close or lose that game, heavens forbid, you know. You can lose a fan base like that, also. Hey, how when we look at Louisiana Monroe coming to Florida State over the weekend, you know, here here's a team, you know, Florida State and Louisiana Monroe. We that's you think of that as pretty much a, a one of those payout games, mm-hmm. you know, but that that wasn't the case. All right. You know, so I, I, what's I that thing about Florida State this year? Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. What does that say about Florida State this year? You know, yeah. um, mm. you know and, and we you know, we were just talking to our last caller, Damon, uh, about how much longer is, is, is Taggart going to make it? He says, you know, they're going to give him six more games. He's going to give him six more games before he make any kind of judgment. I don't know if the big-time alumni are going to give him six more games. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm I, sure I, it's rumblings in Tallahassee, man. Because they hadn't, hadn't been playing, you know, FSU football the last uh, year and a half now. Year and two games. Well, if they get blowed out by Virginia and they come home and lose to Louisville, he might not see that NC State game on, on the 28th. Yeah, I agree with yeah. you. Yeah, you know, because the Louisiana-Monroe game won't count. It, it really just mm-hmm. won't count. No, that's that's... No, that's that's a gimme game. So that, yeah. uh, that's a different story. Hey, but um, what do you think about some of these games in the NFL yesterday, man? I mean, Dak Prescott came out and really showed that he's worthy of a new contract. And if they don't give him a new contract, um, uh, I think the owner, Jerry Jones, going to have a little egg on his face if he don't have a new contract in Dak Prescott's hand in the next four or five games, especially if he's 5-0. and oh. Well, him and, you know, Garrett is uh, not under contract uh, next year either. So you, you're looking at two kind of big contracts with Garrett, Coach, and uh, Dak. And uh, I'm sure, you know, you're going to have a few other guys that you're going to have to pay. Zeke got his money, so you got him locked down pretty good. But uh, I don't know what Cooper contract looked like. But, yeah, you're going to have to you're gonna have to shut out some money to pay Dak from what he's done and what he's doing. And uh, if Jerry Jones is not careful, he's going to be over the salary cap. And he's going to be in trouble as far as keeping that uh, if he's not careful. Well, now, this is the word that I heard today. 
And I, I, I like to start some sugary anytime I can. You know what I'm saying? But the word is, is Dak Prescott makes like 50 mil off the, off the field. That's what he makes hmm. off the field. Yeah. So I'm, if he's making say he's really not even real, it ain't a big deal. And he has all of these insurance policies for his uh, contract, like Lords of London or whatever, for like $140 million or something like that. So but he's, he's, he's on already a rookie contract, though, right? What's that? He's, he's still playing on a rookie, rookie contract, contract, though, right? And that's why he has the insurance policies for 140, and he's already. And they say he's making over 50 off the field, and um, so he's doing all right. And, um, and, yeah, and you know, Jerry Jones. That's one of the things he yeah. brags about is that the Cowboys, when their career is over, they still make millions. In Dallas, in Texas, you yeah, know, your money don't stop making money when you leave Texas. I'll never forget when Michael Irvin came back from Dallas after his first year there, and he said he had made more money off the field than he did on the field his first year in Dallas. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and that's you know that was in 1980. That was in like I think that was around I had ah, 1987, 88. And Michael Irvin came out. He came back to my apartment. He was like, you know, he said he made more off the field in Dallas. And, he, now, and, and he, I think he was saying he made like $3 million off the field during that time. And so mm-hmm. I can see if, if, my, if Mike, a receiver, made $3 million in 1988, 1989 off the field, then Dak Prescott is probably making about $50 million in 2020. 1920. Mm-hmm. See, you know, hey, it's cost of living. Yeah. And yeah, when you yeah. see him now, this dude got, he got his brothers in commercials. So you know you're making it big when you get your brothers <laughs> in commercials. Come on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Dak seems to have lost a little bit of that southern twang he used to have, too. You know, when yeah. he spoke. You know, his, his, his words are more direct and, and crisp and precise. You know, so, he and he's appealing to America. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He has that mulatto. Let me get your opinion on Antonio Brown, man. I've been talking to a few people about it. What's your opinion about him? You know, um, I, 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 I really think Antonio Brown is going to make it with uh, with Belichick. I, I really do, because Belichick don't care nothing about nothing but winning and practicing. That's it. Mm-hmm. Now he can come to practice and he and he plays and he's on time and he learns a playbook. Everything will be fine. But as soon as he start acting crazy and start talking talking all that crazy talk, it's over with him and Belichick. And because um, it's only one, it's only one chief in New England, and we all know yeah. who he is. Yeah. So I, I just but think I hope I, he get himself together. He's a heck of a talent. And, um, you know, you, you start to get a reputation and, and not a real good one with the, some of the stuff you, you, you're doing. And uh, you put yourself in a situation just like you're talking about with Michael Irvin. You want to have something after football, but if you have these kind of things going on while you're in football, you're not going to get opportunities after football. So right. hopefully get yourself together and be successful. When they take the money from you, man, and the money don't matter, what, what does matter? You know, yeah. uh, well, you know, I know we do the game for the love and the passion, but you, you, you got to want the money. 
Yeah. And he just lost, what, 20 million, 30 million? He don't want to lose no more. Yeah. So I... I'm I'm concerned about him too because of the, the the stuff he continues to put on on social media though you know uh, he seems to be somewhat you would call like a social media junkie I mean yeah. this guy you remember you remember when he took the video in the locker room after a win or a loss in Pittsburgh can't remember where they yeah. won or they lost but he took a video and put it on social media you know yeah. and I think they find him or something like that but then he. That the following year, which was last year, it was a it was a wreck. Then they end up getting rid of him, and he continues to live through social media. You yeah. know, uh, so I I'm I'm concerned about that. You know, when you when you when you are when you want something that bad, like you want to be exposed. I want to I want to put some private information out there. I want because a locker room conversation with a coach after the game is something pretty intimate and private. You don't yeah. necessarily do that. That's that's go against all all laws of the game. And um yeah. so yeah. He's not bigger than the team. That's just that has been a rule and especially in the NFL, nobody's bigger than the team. Yeah. Yeah. And if he couldn't make it with the Raiders, uh who can he make it with? Yeah. You know? And then John Gruden seems to love the guy. And then did you see where he recorded a conversation he had with John Gruden? <laughs> yeah, man, just just <laughs> craziness, you know. So yeah, absolutely craziness. And see, like Gruden, them gave him every opportunity to you know be for, on the team and be successful, but uh, for whatever reason, he didn't want to you know be a part of that. I guess so I don't know. I don't know the kid. Hey, I tell you this, um, uh, that dude Hollywood Brown might be taking off just where he left off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And maybe that might that might be what calmed him down to see Hollywood Brown doing so well because Hollywood Brown has a guy I think can throw the football almost the length of the field with the, with mm. the flick of his wrist, man. And I'm talking about Lamar Jackson. This cat, man, uh, I think he had over 600, 600 yards yesterday, all-purpose yards. Unbelievable. Mm. Unbelievable. Yeah, he going to be a talent. He, he was pretty good at Louisville. He just wasn't surrounded by a, good, a lot of talent at Louisville, but he sure got some now. And he's shown what he can do in the NFL. Oh, yeah. And uh, and and do you think do you think his his um, skill set is going to last in the NFL? Uh, uh, if he stay in the pocket, uh, you look at Randall Cunningham. Remember Randall Cunningham came into the league with a lot of hype and was running the ball, and all of a sudden he started getting injuries and hurt. I think some of these running quarterbacks try to run too much and don't last as long as some of those uh, quarterbacks in the pocket. And uh, you can be a pocket passer and, you know, run when you have to or, you know, when it calls for it and uh, stick to the pocket. I think you'll be successful more so than getting out and trying to run a whole lot. So I think he's, you know, kind of learning that and sticking in that pocket pretty good now. I, I would agree. When you look at him, I think he, he is more of a of a pocket passer, you know. And mm-hmm. even though he, he only had um, 17 of 20, you know, he only threw the ball 20 times, but 324 yards, you know. So, 
you know, this 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 kid is, uh, he, and he had a quarterback rating of ninety nine point four. Yeah, ninety nine point four. So, you know, we, we, it, it's you know, and it's, and and you gotta say, yeah, the um, the reports are still out on Lamar Jackson, but right now he's passing. Yeah, he, he's yeah. putting us in passing grades, and that's what you gotta love about him. Yeah. Yep. Gotta love that about him. But, um, you know, um, some of these quarterbacks, man, are still overrated. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, Carson Wentz, to me, I think he's overrated. I, I really yeah. do. Yeah, my I, brother I, lives in Tampa. We had a conversation about Wentz in the night, and he said he told him when he came there he wasn't that good, and he, he proved him right. He said, don't come back when I, t- yeah, I told y'all so, but. Uh, Winston just, I don't know, I don't know what it is, uh, James, but he just don't seem to be a good pro. Hey, uh, well, when we saw that special on, uh, on, um, on HBO or one of them, when he said he lived in a house with 20-something people, man, come on, man. Yeah, oh my, oh my goodness, man. I say, that's tough. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're a different kind of person, man. You grow up with a, in a house with twenty something people, man. You're a different kind yeah. of person, you know. So yeah. I want to out when um, Jameis. I, I just don't think he's ever really settled from um, the whole incidents in the state of Florida. He might have to yeah. leave the state, man. He might have to go all the way across country. You know, yeah. You just yeah, you never know. I don't know where he's going, but he might have to leave. Because I don't think he's going to get that contract that he wants in Tampa either. No, I don't think so. I sure don't think so. I don't think so either. Hey, Jerome, thanks for calling, man. Don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night. All right, there. All right. Thanks. Appreciate it. Hey, we'll take a quick commercial break. When we get back, we'll talk more about this NFL, this college, and all major sports stories. Peace. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. Call him today at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Or send an email to sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. 
And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, you know, um, some of these NFL teams, we just have to let it be known right away. They're not going to be good. Some some NFL teams, the the um, the books are still out on them. You know, we're still checking and making marks, but some right away, we can tell right away that they're not going to be good. And, you know, if, you, if you're a betting person, bet that they're not going to win. You know, and I don't know if we could take this game. Like, the, the New England Patriots beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 33-3. to three. Now, the New England Patriots looked like they were in playoff form. I'm telling you, I mean, Tom Brady, he, he I mean, he must have threw the ball to eight receivers, you know, but um, I, you can't say the same thing about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, Tom Brady threw it to two, four, six, seven receivers. Um, Dorsett had two touchdowns and four receptions for 95 yards. Come on. I mean... And then um, when now one of the things that the Pittsburgh Steelers and Juju Smith, uh, Smith Schuster, um, he has has to learn and probably and well he's already learned by now after his first game, six receptions, seventy eight yards, and he was one of those people that was talking a little smack when Antonio Brown left, you know, like hey, well you know, pretty much saying hey. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take that spot. I'll be all that he was. No, no, no. And they're lucky that they didn't have uh, Antonio Brown when they played them because I think the score might have uh, had a different reflection of 33 to zip. Maybe a little bit more. But I don't think that the, that the um, that the um, Pittsburgh Steelers are a reflection of their score. I don't think they're gonna be at the bottom of of the NFL. However, if they don't make the playoffs this year, we could possibly see a change at the coaching position in Pittsburgh. I don't know whether they'll they'll don't well hey um, they'll have to fire, but I think we're going to see a change in Pittsburgh if um, if they if Pittsburgh doesn't win this year. Well, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the, the 49ers. Well, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we just talked about Jameis Winston being a, a, a bad quarterback, and we find I think, think, I think this could be his last year in Tampa. 20 of 36, 194 yards, one TD, and three interceptions. Three sacks. Hey, those are not good, good numbers for anybody. And Garoppolo, he didn't do much better. Uh, 18 or 27, 166 yards, one TD, one one interception, one sack, quarterback rating of 56.3. Jameis Winston had a quarterback rating of 8.6. Does it get any lower than that? Well, um, I think both of these teams will probably be dwelling in the cellar this year. Uh, I think Bruce Arians is he's going to last a couple years. But don't expect Jameis to um, last no more than this year. I just don't see him picking it up. I just, I really can't see him picking it up at all. The Cardinals and the Lions. 
I think we're going to see both of these teams dwell down in the bottom. I think Kyler Murray is um, is going to be a, a, a little bit of an inspiration for the Cardinals, but I'm, I'm not sure if they're going to be able to to bust 500. And probably, I don't think they're going to break 500. And the Cowboys and the Giants, you know, you know, Eli Manning is really just almost like a token quarterback for the Giants right now. He's there because they either have no one else they could put there, or he's just so legendary that they have to put him there. I mean, Eli Manning has played in more games than any Giant in history. And he just, he is he there because he's just so legendary? Or they just have, I don't know. I don't know. I I I really. I I mean, the other night in this game, the score was like the score was thirty-five to ten in the third quarter. In the at the end of the third quarter, and they still had Eli Manning in the game. Now we all know that no one comes back unless you're the New England Patriots from a thirty-five to 10 deficit in the NFL, unless you're the New England Patriots. So why would they not even give this kid Jones an opportunity to um, to sling it around and hand it off, hand it off three times and punt? I, I, don't, I don't get that. But anyway, Jones was three for four for um, 17 yards. Well, Eli was 30 for 44 for 306, one TD, a quarterback rating of 22.4. That's just not going to cut it. That Prescott was 25 of 32, 405 yards, four TDs, a quarterback rating of 97.4. Now, the Cowboys, I really think, are, are a playoff push team. How well will they do in the playoffs? That's yet to be seen. On the other hand, the New York Giants are just going to be almost like a like a stepping stone for a lot of teams this year in the NFL. Well, you know, a lot of people con- were concerned about the new, about the um, Cincinnati Bengals getting a new coach. And, well, a lot of us are not concerned about the, um, the um, Seattle Seahawks. They have coaches, I think their coach has, is the longest tenure of any coach in the NFL besides um, Bill Belichick. But um, the Seattle Seahawks, they have, in my opinion, they have got to find some kind of running attack. And they have not had a running back since Marshawn Lynch. And, you know, Marshawn Lynch was the man when he was with, um, with, uh, with the Seattle Seahawks. But this kid Carson, and Carson was 15 for 46 yards, and Penny was 6 for 18 yards. Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson had four rushes for eight yards, so I'm assuming that he probably got sacked in there. Uh, Russell Wilson was sacked four times. Yeah, but the Seahawks, I don't, I'm not so sure if they're going to make the playoffs this year because Russell Wilson has to have more talent around him, and maybe, maybe they broke the bank. <laughs> maybe Russell broke the bank, and they just can't go out and get a running back. Because they're going to really have to have some kind of running attack before it's all over. Um, Russell Wilson and, and him just throwing the ball 20 times is, is not enough. But Cincinnati Bengals, it's going to be interesting to see how things work out with the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, um, Giovanni Bernard, 
seven rushes, 21 attempts. It's hard to say how things are going to go with uh, with Giovanni Bernard because he's a small running back. They've asked a lot of him. Joe Mixon. I don't know. You know, ever since Joe punched that woman in uh, in Oklahoma, he didn't really come in the league on fire, and he hasn't really he hasn't really been he hasn't done a lot as far as I'm concerned in the league. But hey, he still got time. He's a young running back. I think he's in his third season. And uh, but I don't I don't see the Bengals going very far this year. And I'm not so I don't think the Patri- I don't think the Seahawks are going to make the uh, make the playoffs either. Well, the Jaguars and the Chiefs, 40 to 26. Jaguars are definitely not making the playoffs. Chiefs, for sure. The Colts and the Chargers. Don't be surprised if the Colts get it together and make the playoffs. I really think they're going to make the playoffs. I think the Chargers will make the playoffs as well. But I think the Colts have a 10. The Rams and the Panthers. The Panthers have talent on their team. I'm not so sure how Cam Newton is going to fare throughout the season. I'm, I'm really, I'm really, you know, the shoulder, shoulder surgery and all of that. 25 or 38, 239, one interception, no TDs. I'm not so sure. And, I'm, and, and I'm, you know, I've always been a Cam Newton supporter. But it, it, I wonder sometimes with Cam, is, is a game as important as how he looks? Off the field and on the field. I'm just, uh, I'm not so sure about that. You know, well, the Redskins and the Eagles. I think the Eagles may make the playoffs. I'm definitely not think. I don't think the Redskins are going to make the playoffs. And I really think Gruden is probably going to get fired before the season is over. The Bills and the Jets move on. The next game, the Vikings and, uh, well, what I really mean is that the Bills nor the Jets will make the playoffs this year. Um, and if matter of fact, if they, if they were playing anyone besides themselves over the weekend, where, they, where both of them scored, the score was 17-16, I think they would have been 0-whatever, but the Bills pulled it out over the Jets. And the Jets were went out and got a lot of free agents over the, over the uh, summer and just didn't, didn't work out. It hasn't worked out so far, but let's see what their second-year quarterback, Donald, can do. I'm not so sure if he can. But the Vikings and uh, the um, the Falcons. I thought the Falcons would have put up a better performance. Um, the Vikings beat them 28-12. And, ah, man, as much as I like Matt Ryan, I, I really hope they can make the playoffs. And I like, I like Ridley and um, um, Jones, the receiver, Julio Jones. But, ah, uh, man, they, the, the Falcons have really got to get it together. But I'd like to, I think the Falcons will make the playoffs, and I think the Vikings will definitely make the playoffs. Well, the Dolphins will definitely not be going to the playoffs this year without question, 59-10. The Ravens beat them 59-10. They will not be making the playoffs. And the Browns lost to the Titans, 43-13. I don't think the Browns are going to make the playoffs for sure. And I really do think the Titans got a chance. Um, Mariota has been a, a very, um, a very um, humble quarterback, just the opposite of his, of his classmate. Um, Jameis Winston has never been in the news for anything except, except something positive or a win and loss where Jameis Winston, we saw him in the news on a number of occasions for different things that had nothing to do 
with football, from feeling on an Uber driver to sexual assault charges filed against him. So anyway, we just have to, we just have to, um, just you know, pray for Jameis Winston. And I really think Mariota is going to make the playoffs this year. Well, the Packers they beat the Bears ten three. Trubisky. Wow, he has, he has some work ahead of him. And the game plan for the Chicago Bears have really got to improve if they're going to go anywhere. And I just don't see it improving. And I think that, I think the Chicago Bears are going to go down. They're not going to make the playoffs at all this year. Well, the Raiders and the Broncos, I don't think either one of these teams are going to make the playoffs. Texans and the Saints, well, right now the, the Texans are, are beating the Saints. And I really think that the Saints and the Texans will be going to the playoffs this year. You know, um, you know, one of the one of the, the the stories that we talked about, we have talked about a little bit this weekend was uh, Antonio Brown. Well, you know, some people, and it's it's not about the money. Some people, it's about the the popularity. And the things that go along with the money, you know, you hear you hear a lot of athletes say the one thing they miss more than anything when the game is over is the roar of the crowd. You hear boxers say this. You hear football players say it. Basketball players. What do you miss? I miss hearing the crowd roar. So with this Antonio Brown thing, I don't think it's the money for him. I think it's a, it's it's more or less the 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 tension that he gets and the tension that he demands, and 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 a lot of athletes, man, we'll we'll be the first to tell you we're spoiled. You know, we go into places, people say you can have this, this is yours. You get the best table. Oh, go go ahead, you can leave. You know, and then sometimes when someone when you want something and they say no, some athletes don't know how to handle it. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to Sports Info U on, on VoiceAmerica.com. We'll be back next week with more NFL, more college, and more major sports stories from around the world. Peace. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver will be back again next Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel for more Sports Info U.M. We'll see you then. 